0: Welcome to the Queer Arabs Podcast. This is Alia and Ellie, and we are the Queer Arabs. I'm Saudi and a lesbian
1: and I am bi, trans, and Lebanese and we are broadcasting out of America.
0: Yeah, and we have an awesome guest. Their name is Elias. How's it going?
2: Things are great. Things are fantastic. I just had a fantastic vacation from work and so I'm rested.
0: Oh, good. Did you go anywhere?
2: Yeah, we went to a um, weekend reunion over at New Jersey.
0: Oh, fun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a lot of fun So, Elias, tell us why you are awesome
2: <laughs> <So> I, <laughs> No that's, pressure That's a relative question um, I'm working on my Masters at Howard This is supposed to be my last semester We'll see how that goes I'm really close to defending You know, like 7 tenths of the way there ah, um, My topic is about um, Muslim women, pleasure And shame and mm-hmm. like the dichotomy between how we shame, like we don't educate our women on sex and then we also shame them for desires or for having sex and how that affects um, our lives as adults. So that's kind of where the project.
0: Oh wow, uh, that's really important.
2: I'm also a sexual educator, uh, like a sex ed help educator in the DC area. I worked um, at like a sex shop retailer uh, for a while I've also presented at Woodhull. Uh, I also do some freelance like classes for folks. Ooh. I just did a little shoot with Advocates for Youth about how to use like an internal condom properly, all that wow. jazz. That's, That's the fantastic. stuff that I'm interested in.
0: Wow, that sounds like a really cool area to study and so necessary. I'm glad someone is doing it. And we have a co-guest with Elias Elias has an amazing cat.
2: Her name is Nymeria, she's a Maine Coon. We call her Nunu for short because Game of Thrones is trash. She's a very famous cat.
0: Yeah, she's a celebrity.
1: So famous, much celebrity.
0: (laughs) We have some questions kind of thought out and just answer what you're comfortable with. So what are some key points that you hope society will eventually understand, which are still misconceived by too many people, about people who are non-binary?
2: I think that people generally like don't understand anything outside of the binary. Like, People generally struggle to understand. Um, I, I don't, I don't want to use the word regular because... Um, what's regular what's normal but like yeah the traditional quote-unquote concept of like transitioning or like um being of a binary gender but transitioning so like being a trans woman or being you know a trans man people like have a hard enough time like accepting the fact that that exists and then when you add in to like the mixture of like actually uh i'm neither of these things or i'm a different combination of these things. People get kind of confused. They don't understand gender neutral pronouns. There's like a big push against using they because people don't feel like it's grammatically incorrect. There are people who think it's like automatically linked to sexuality. So if you say that like you're um, non-binary or like genderqueer, then they instantly assume that you're gay and like nine times out of 10, like sure, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gay. But also like there are straight non-binary people i guess or like there are yeah non-binary people who like are only attracted to one gender or attracted to like their own gender or things of that nature so
1: yeah and there's us fancy bi people yes who are both as fancy and as complicated as it sounds
2: right
0: oh you guys are so confusing
2: yes so yeah so there's just generally like a lot of confusion around it people insist that you need to pick one that you can't be both can't be more than one um even though there's like a bunch of different ways that gender can manifest and there are as many genders as there are people in the world one
1: really annoying thing that's come up to me like on, sort of like an online culture has been a lot of people just sort of memeing at like trans people as like there are only two genders and i was just i'm just like why incorrect. i'm just like You were objectively wrong, and I don't have time to educate every one of you dipshits. Yeah. But you do! (laughs) I don't
2: generally educate on, um, on gen- I mean, sometimes I educate on gender, but I like to more focus on sex and sexuality and sex ed. But yeah, I've done a few, like, intro to gender 101 classes for folks, so I could talk about gender for a long time. It's very complex. So...
1: Yeah.
0: So from your perspective, do you feel like non-binary representation is there in, you know, pop culture context and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, so like you were asking me about that and I was like looking at the questions ahead of time and I honestly couldn't think of a single like non-binary person that like exists in social media. Currently, maybe I'm just like not up on my current shows or whatever, what have you. You know, I haven't watched the Queer Eye or whatever. I know there's one in... One Day at a Time, which is, like, this Cuban... Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. um,
2: And that was really interesting to watch, and, like, I have a lot of, you know, um, attachment to that show in particular because one of my friends is Saudi Cuban, and so, like, watching it and, like, learning about Cuban culture and then also it happens to have a queer character and a non-binary character in it is nice. And, like, stories about immigrants and immigration, like, always, you know, get you right in the heart feels. Yeah. So... so it's not there's not a whole lot i know that there's like some web series that like that white non-binary trans character plays in like couple or whatever i know that there's like a bunch of models who have talked about being non-binary like one on orange is the new black whatever her name is rose or ruby or whatever the fuck her name is and then um that other model was his name andridge
1: oh my god i remember
2: and then yeah I don't know. It's always thin thin white people, so like I don't give a fuck. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because one of the reasons I asked you that question is I also I just could not think of someone, and I was like, am I just missing something, or is this really a population that's like not represented? Which, not shockingly, sounds like very underrepresented. Mm -hmm.
2: Shockingly, very underrepresented.
0: I loved One Day at a Time. I love that you love it.
2: Mm -hmm. Mhm. I haven't finished season two yet, but I'll finish it eventually. Or maybe it's season three, I can't remember which one just came out, but I'm like in the middle of the
1: season. yeah. watching party? I
0: think, uh, yeah. (laughs) Definitely. I think I just saw two seasons that were available. But that was a few months ago, so I don't know if three is out. Oh
2: no, then it's probably the second. Like, I'm just taking a really long time to get through with the the second one.
0: And are you out to people in your life as non-binary, like most people?
2: Yeah, so, like, I'm pretty much out to everybody, except for, like, maybe my dad, which is, like, also kind of a lie, because, like, my father's not, like, blind or stupid, so.
0: (laughs) Just haven't talked about it?
2: Yeah, it's kind of just, like, not um, out in the open. I mean, I do shave, like, every time I go home, I'll shave my facial hair. Um, But, like, my voice is different, and the way I carry myself and the way that I dress is different. And when I'm not home, I don't wear the scarf. Um, sometimes I'll wear it, like if I'm having a particular like fem feeling day, I'll put on a scarf. Yeah. Especially like when it gets cold in like December, um, in the winter months, I'll be like, yes, let me put on a hijab. This is the time. But uh, otherwise, like I don't generally cover my hair anymore when I'm not at home. And yeah. Uh, my mom is very supportive my siblings are very supportive my girlfriend is very supportive awesome. I have good um, I think I have a very decent support system where I'm at right now which took a long time to build and hold on to so kudos to all, to all of them shoutouts to all of them
0: I might, sorry I, met your, I remember meeting your sister and just thinking how awesome she was
2: oh yeah, and she's uh, a she's I'm, awesome. I'm going to brag on her for a minute and you can edit it out later but no, I was mom, helping though. her yeah, I was editing the Curriculum Vitae the other day, and I say editing as if I change anything. I literally didn't. I just was like, put your education near um, the top going to yeah. school and put your, this grant that you got, which was like $1,600, like, put that near the top because that shit's some good shit. Hell yeah. And she's like only 20 years old, and I'm like, what kind of 20-year-old? Like, what the fuck was I doing at 20? Like, I have no fucking clue, but here you are writing wow. and receiving grants, so good for you.
1: Grant writer at fucking 20, at 30, with like 30, when when she's at 30 with 10 years experience, ugh, I'm going to be so jealous of her market marketability.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's a forensic scientist and she like knows her shit, and it's great.
0: Oh, that's badass.
2: She is like one of the most badass people I know.
0: I always get so excited with POC, women in STEM, like kicking ass, mm-hmm. it makes me happy
1: absolutely and yeah. then i also think shit what happened to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey you're a tech goddess what are you talking about of mom
2: is like oh i'm a scientist and like none of y'all got my penchant for science and i'm like yeah fathoma did no one else though <laughs> like have one be happy yeah i think my dad just really wanted a doctor
0: well doesn't always work out parents
1: yeah but back to the whole um sort of schrodinger's outness to your dad mm-hmm. it's just if he well if you since he's not blind i mean he'll either i like i think he'll either like have a conversation with you or eventually he'll he'll just be like why do we even need to talk about this obviously i'm not i'm gonna love you any less or something like that
0: hopefully
2: mm, so my brother's already come out to him and so my father doesn't really speak with him or doesn't really talk with him. Um, he's oh, wow. pushed my mom to not mm-hmm. um, include him in family things and also, like, try and, like he'll, he'll give my brother money if necessary, but um, he will not, like, when it was time for my brother to graduate, my brother, like, extended an invitation to him and was like, you know, I'm gay and I'm trans, and, like, if you want to attend my graduation, you can, but you need to understand that, like, I'm going oh, to be no. there with my boyfriend's family and I don't want there to be any problems. Yeah. And my- my dad ended up not going, but, you know,
0: the uh-huh. rest is- So, you're a person of color, and the experience of a white non-binary person, as we kind of, like, spoke to earlier, will be totally different from someone who's not white. So in your experience, what would you say is uniquely impacted by your background? And I guess maybe you could talk about what your background is, too, if you Yes, want, tell us you why like.
1: you're so awesome. Right,
2: right. So, um, if, like, we're looking for, like, lists of identity markers, right, so... I generally identify heavily with woman and terminology, which means, like, um, it's something that was given to me by um, this person I met at Creating Change. Yeah, so their name is Linsa, and they gave me this woman and terminology, which is, like, really fucking amazing. Um, it, like, blew my mind when I heard it. And so it was, like, the concept of, like, woman, like woman comma, and also, besides woman, also these things. Cool. Um, which is something that I've been, like, I've been using since... Um, like the past three years now because it's amazing. It makes the most sense to me. Um, Because at some point it felt like internalized misogyny. At some point where you're just like this constant, like people saying she, 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 and this constant like I'm not a woman, 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 I'm not a woman. woman." And it's like really at some point like it weighs heavy on your soul. It weighs heavy like in your chest, and you're like am I saying this because like I'm really offended because they're not, like, not understanding my gender, or is it, like, something that I have against femininity and woman um, and I don't think anyone would ever, like, particular like, I don't think I read as femme in the ways that, like, people expect people to read as femme, so even though I don't consider myself very masc at all, um, I would say that people read me as mask up center especially now due to, like, the transition and, like, taking tea, like, the facial hair helps people, like, now I get more misgendered as, like, he, him, instead of- yeah. She her, Um, still misgendering, still incorrect, still upsetting. Um, But you know, there it is. Um, So, so I think that I identify more with the term woman and, um, and also the term genderfuck, which is like the political Mm -hmm. decision to like specifically fuck with the idea of gender in order to like show people that binaries shouldn't exist. Um, But for like regular old-fashioned people, I'll just be like, I'm gender queer. And if like they're not a part of the queer community, I'll just be like, I'm trans. Mm-hmm. And if they're not a part of like the trans community, and don't even like know what trans is. I'll just be like, I'm gay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that's yeah. where it works. That's kind of where it, like.
0: Yeah, you're like where like, on the simplicity. That's the bottom skin. rung. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're like, on the simplicity scale do you do you fall under person <laughs> like, look look yeah. <laughs> all i can
1: handle is like entry-level queer so right,
0: queer yeah. 101 In for like, some people arab
2: spaces i'll say boya. identify as boya. i very much identify mm-hmm. with the term boya and dyke those are things that i like to hold on to and reclaim um i do my best to acknowledge the fact that i am very masked and i take up some space in women's spaces so i try to like step back and make room for um femmes especially other uh, femmes of color who are like specifically more passing than i am because i um to answer your question i am very white passing because i'm north african i'm from algeria my father is indigenous algerian um he is amazil uh which means that he's like of the like the free people like the the tribes that like kind of roam the atlas mountains and like that northern area of algeria and um his specific tribe is shawiya and Mm -hmm. it took like a really long time to even figure out what our tribe was because he was just like we're muslim and i was like "That's
0: you're like that's not a tribe yeah (laughs) tell me more specific yeah
2: yeah and so like there are aspects of like there are ways that like i try to like flag quote unquote um, as, like, being brown, because I know that I don't quite, like, read as white, uh, I mean, as brown as most, as other, like, actually, like, more melanated folks do, because I don't have as much melanin, so, like, I'll wear my hamsa, I'll wear something that, like, has one of my Arabic tattoos showing, or, like, I'll have Arabic paraphernalia, um, even though, like, technically, like, it's not really, like, I'm not really Arab, I'm, like, technically Berber, yeah. but, like, Berber is a slur for, like, people who are not Berber, so, like, you should just say Amazif. Um, but technically, like, my father is Berber and never taught us the language, like, is really disconnected from that aspect of himself and raised us as Arab and, like, raised us with Arabic. And so, essentially, he, like, picked his colonizers, right? He decided to, like, hate the French but love the Arabs even though both of them colonized his people. Yeah.
1: Um, um i would wonder if he got sort of swept up in the pan-arabism movement of the 70s because
2: probably because he was born in the 50s and like so he was like 20 in the 70s yeah. like very impressionable very much like like, like when uh we watched, we watched the battle that. of algiers my dad was like oh yeah like this is fantastic i'm like you realize it's like romanticizing the the f like the fon and, and like how they force people
0: oh i haven't seen it
2: it's, a, it's I mean, it's a really good representation of, like, the actual, like, Battle of Algiers. However, like, it really shows how, like, people severely romanticized, like, the Freedom Liberation Network and, like, how they were forcing people to, like, um, because they were like, we need to stand united against the French, and if we don't, then um, we'll lose, so we have to be united. Strategically and, like, I guess war-wise, quote-unquote, it makes sense, but, like, if you're forcing your people to do things that they don't want to do, not good it's <laughs> it like good wait, propaganda. it's very complex yeah yeah i don't really i mean i guess so there there are different ways that like being brown does impact um me and of course like every intersection of my identity is going to have an effect on the way that i live my life and the way that i interact with people 100 percent um but i think that like my my difference um specifically is that uh i don't really see a lot um like of, like representation as much as I wish because like all representation is for white people all of the non-binary representation that is available is mostly white folks um, and so um, it's really hard to like even understand like where my journey is going or like where it could go because like I mean in, in like one aspect that's framed, but in another aspect it's like you don't really get to see um, what could possibly be yeah. there for you.
1: We uh, have no role models. Right, right, role models, there are no yeah.
2: models. There's also, like, I remember, like, being uh, maybe, like, 15 or 16 and realizing that, like, all the porn that my friends watched was, like, very, very white, Um and I was like, like, none of that, like, it all sounds fake, like, what, what does somebody who, like, looks like me and, like, who has the inclinations I do and, like, the, the body that I do and, and the you know, the languages that I do, how do they sound, how do they, like, yeah. how, like, what am I supposed to be, you know, react, like, well, how am I supposed to react, how am I supposed to be interacting, uh, if I don't even really know, like, my role, how am I supposed yeah. to and fulfill it, um, so, so I think that is something that's very um, unique to being, like, brown and non-binary, um, but also just yeah. a lot of the time, non is, like, um, afforded to white people so I would so I think in, in my in my aspect um, people definitely don't um, have as many things to say about my gender fluidity as like maybe somebody who's fatter or somebody who's browner um, and so it definitely I think it affects people differently and I'm privileged in that like most of the time nine times out of ten I pass as white unless I'm like specifically speaking on something brown or like flagging with like arabic paraphernalia or like somebody hears my name because my last name is like very specifically i mean i feel like it's very specifically arabic it has like the regular like suffix uh algerian north african names generally have but a lot of the time white people be like is that german and i'm like no (laughs) (laughs) oh so maybe oh
0: my god i can't imagine how someone would make that leap
2: Right, right. So maybe not as obviously, like, brown as, as I feel, but, like, if another brown person yeah. sees my name, they're like, you're brown. So, like, it's not yeah. a problem. Like, recognizing um, myself among other brown people is never really too difficult, um, unless, they, of course, there's no, like, option to see my name, then they probably read me as white.
0: Yeah, I really, I definitely relate to that.
2: Yeah, you have mm-hmm. a very white name.
0: Yeah, yeah, I took my mom's name, well... That's the part where it differs. I took my mom's last name, which is very white, Um, but I'm also like white-passing for sure, visibly, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I definitely try to keep in mind, you know, the privilege that comes with kind of getting to pick and choose when I say what, quote what I am, who is safe to say it to, and. Right. But at the same time, like you, I sometimes it it depends on my mood. Sometimes I'm like. I have to wear some shit that'll, like, make it obvious because...
2: But it's also exhausting because then, like, you're putting so much effort into, like, thinking about how to present and how you're going to read. And, like, sometimes I just want to throw on a shirt and pants and, like, not have to think about that.
0: Although I love the shirt you're wearing right now. Thank you. It's in Arabic and it says... Can I see what Trump. it says? Yeah, it says fuck, fuck Trump. Trump. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, they
2: borrowed the the P from the Persian alphabet. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's not actually a bet. It's like the it's the bet. With oh, the...
0: with the three dots, yeah. they're the three. Cool. Yeah.
2: But yeah, I
1: also get the sort of like trying to signal not only minorities like, hey, like, Mina people here yo, but also like I also get that with like sometimes just trying to like, be out queer. Like I I know. I usually pass, but like sometimes in some settings, it's like, shit,
2: I didn't bring a rainbow necklace or anything. I I look too normal. God damn it. Too
1: normal. Oh,
2: so that's (laughs) no longer an issue for me. Like all of my shirts just have gay related shit written on them. I love it. Nine times out of, so like nine tenths -tenths of my wardrobe is just going to say shit like, Peg the patriarchy or like say some shit (laughs) like, uh cis please or like my pronouns haven't been invented yet so like they're all just like fucking gay as shit shirts and then like the other 10th of my closet is arabic related shirts so (laughs) that's not an issue anymore i just throw on shirt and pants and either i'm flagging or or i'm arab
0: yeah probably sometimes a combo which would
2: be fun
0: okay so i used
2: to have a hat a beanie because i I wear a lot of beanies i used to have a hat that said like um, I think, um, or something along the lines. It's like that line from that famous Mahmoud Darwish poem. My friend Noura Balout, she uh, she screen prints them um, yeah. on her website, and so it just like it's basically like let it be known that I'm Arab. So like I'll have that hat, and then I can just wear whatever I want, and it, it makes it. things so much simpler. But unfortunately, I misplaced it like three weeks ago, and I haven't found it yet. So. Fingers crossed that it turns up when I clean my room for like the first time.
0: <laughs> you said her name is Nora Balut.
2: Yeah. Okay. And so her last name is Balut, or um, it's like. But I think her 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 site is called Ballout Threads. Also, I okay. may be misgendering her. Uh, it might be like them, but I'm not sure because I don't. I've only met. Okay. Then, like once at creating change, no, twice at creating, like once at one creating change and then yeah. once again at another creating change. Um, they run like this awesome like queer activist coffee shop space up in like um, Michigan, Dearborn, Dearborn, oh, I think. Oh, okay. Arab Dance Central, yeah. Central.
1: <laughs> By the way, new rule for the podcast. Anyone who are not sure of their pronouns just gets default they, them. They, okay. them yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Is, yeah, yeah. is good, the new default. Good rule, good that rule. That sounds good.
0: Yeah. I liked seeing that um, at, patch youth remember when we volunteered there yeah and it, there there was like a sign that was just like our default is they them and it's this youth group for um i think specifically trans folk no no it's uh, or is it just like it's full it's LGBT?
1: it's full quilt bag spectrum okay uh it's yeah. it's basically a counterpart to p flag so i think for those uh-huh. of who don't know, it's basically Gay and Lesbian Youth Group, which sometimes like PFLAG is yeah. uh, friends and family of
0: LGBT folks, yeah. Yeah, and so.
1: Hatch is just more like a youth group. So they, yeah. yeah, shout outs to our local Hatch. Shout
0: out, Hatch. Um so one of our past guests, who you may know, sheam uh-huh. she brought up like one of the many problems that is still ongoing and it's still a problem like gender questions on surveys being Uh like really poorly worded so being like are you a woman or a man and have nothing in between or like nothing specifying cis or trans or whatever or like separating like trans woman from just woman and not like adding cis at the beginning so many weird combos that she and said she's seen what are uh, like what are some other common contexts that you've encountered where non-binary identities are excluded
2: um so i think the large like like, the answer that the large answer is like everything like everything (laughs) and everywhere so i feel like yeah it's irritating when a website asks me for my gender and i and it's not necessary like if i'm signing up for neopets.com
1: i shouldn't have to (laughs) think that i'm
2: boy or girl which actually now Neopets doesn't they they allow you to pick robot as a gender or have none as your gender so like shout out to Neopets for that nice um but like a website doing that is is like the very bottom bottom rung of my issues right and then yeah. like like doctors uh doctor like that's also irritating because like in the medical community like you should know especially if you're doing like a queer um clinic so like here in DC, we have women Walker, and they 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 have a pretty good, like, list of things, they're like, okay, are you a woman, are you a man, are you genderqueer, are you, you know, this or that, they even have an option for intersex, but then they ask, like, what were you assigned at birth, which is still, like, un- like, that's not, unless you're, like, doing something specifically with your, like, sex chromosomes, or, like, something regarding, like, your reproductive organs, there's really, like, no specific reason to like specify like what you were assigned at birth or what parts you have and also if they're your doctor like and they're your primary care physician and you've seen them for a while they know what parts you're working with and like you shouldn't have to fill that kind of shit out but anyway that is not as um pressing as like people misgendering people like for no fucking reason um people getting really attached to gendered concepts so like there was like a time when i came into work and i had like my nails done um and somebody was just like oh well like i don't expect that from you and i was like you're like why not <laughs> right, why not and they were like oh well because like you know you're not very girly and i'm like um cool all right cool. so like so
0: nail polish has a gender
2: apparently and it wasn't even like, like the that fact that it was, was nail polish. polish it was the fact that i had gone to a salon and gotten like, like nails so like, like they were like, like Claw yeah. nails like attached to my they're like oh, a, acrylic oh, yeah or whatever um and people like at my workplace freaked out and were like oh my god you have nails and I'm just like it's not a big deal mind blown <laughs> uh, and then so like small things like that are just like really irritating so the larger things that like is an actual problem for non-binary people is like lack of representation lack of like medical knowledge so like we're teaching our doctors about our bodies as we go instead of like them knowing shit and being able to like point us in the direction of things so for example like things that they don't tell you about taking tea is that it increases your appetite like mad increases your appetite increases your body temp like to the point where you can overheat if you're out in the sun and like aren't hydrating properly and like these are things that like they don't mention at all. Like even at a queer place like Whitman Walker, instead I get talked to for 45 minutes about how I may not be able to have kids and that's not an issue. Like in this economy, that's not even a fucking like, that's non-issue. Like, Seriously. My, right, yeah. like my dude, I'm not trying to fucking pop any babies out. It's yeah. You like that's not to mention like with my, like with the way that my body is, um, I don't think I'm a, like, I've talked with my doctor about it, I can't really have kids. So I would have to be, like, my partner who's carrying them. But anyway, that's a whole side tangent. So, like, lack of rep- media representation, lack of medical knowledge around our situations, around our bodies, just, like, no no normalization of um, just basic human shit that people should know, <laughs> like... Our bodies work and function just like any other body, and doctors should should know about it. Um, one of the larger problems um, being non-binary is like travel and like traveling on a plane. Besides the added like fun aspect of like my last name being very brown and Arab, and like also my like at right now my current legal name is also very brown and very Arab. Um, so like they'll pull me aside and I'll get a special pat down, but especially because of like my gender marker uh, in DC, we have the X now. Um, I think maybe two other states have it. I don't remember. I think California is probably fucking one of them. Um, but some states have the X gender marker, and I got my ID changed to um, reflect that. That is um, a clear red flag for, like, TSA agents to search your your, your luggage because I have a friend who works um, for TSA, and I was complaining about how, like, I'm just going to take all of these random, like, hey, we, we randomly selected your luggage to check. Like, you know the little TSA notices they give you? I was joking about how I ha- like every single time I fly I get them and I'm gonna turn them into like a large art project someday. Like I'm gonna screen print onto them and do something fun with them. And my friend like commented on my Facebook she was like actually like it's probably because of your gender marker as an ex, like anything that's like anything along those lines, they they pull those people's luggage and check them. Um and I was like cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so like specifically like that's something that's like very specifically non binary. I think because a lot of the things that like I talk about can apply to like I mean there's a lot of overlap of identity so it can apply to trans people and it can, it can apply to like brown people but like this specifically if they see the x they think to search the luggage and so that's like the x is like the non-binary identifier or like that's what it's being marketed as for people who are non-binary and so like I think that's a very good specific way to to show where, where like the biases are. Um, I think, of course, the bathroom thing is a big issue. I had to take a training for my, so, like, my actual day job is that I work at a homeless shelter. Um, and that's what pays the bills. And then, like, all the sex education stuff is, like, slowly happening around, the, like, the perimeter as I'm, like, building yeah. my whatever fucking brand is supposed to look like. Um, anyway, so, one, so, like, one time at, at work, so they make, they make us do all these um, fucking trainings to be like culturally sensitive and shit, and they sent us to an LGBT one that was like terrible, it was super terrible. Um, I mean it was done by a trans woman, uh, and she had been like living her best life for the past 10 years, like got her surgeries and was like very open and frank about it, discussing it with people and like that was all appreciative, um, but like there is a point where she like started off her gender terminology with transsexual and I was like. I was like, there's really no reason for you to, like, (sighs) Um, honestly, like, I feel like the word transsexual has been outdated for more than 10 years, so I'm like, what's your excuse? But, like, maybe, maybe I'm just optimistic, and maybe it's only been outdated for, like, five, and so, like, old people are just gonna stay old. But in any case, um, she had, like, the word transsexual on there, um, and also, like, Threw non-binary people under the bus really quickly because when we got to talking about bathrooms, she was oh like, bad. she was like, non-binary people want their own special bathroom, and like that's not what we want. We just want to be able to go to the bathroom in peace in like the gender that we identify with. And I'm like, or You're like,
0: thanks for speaking for just a have a fucking bathroom
2: that anyone can go into and the problem is solved for everybody, you piece of shit. Yeah. So, I don't know if I'm allowed to cuss on on the thing. Oh,
1: you are. Oh, hell yeah. All our episodes (laughs) are so we can say fuck as many times as we need to.
2: Okay, all right. Well, so it was just, like, really shitty. And so, like, so even in our own community, even in our own trans community, even, like, young people um, will hold this idea that, like, okay, trans is fine, but non-binary is too far. Or, like, non-binary I kind of understand but those kids who use like their own special like noun pronouns or like um those kids yeah so like people who like use noun self pronouns um are like not okay and they're like making a mockery of of trans people or like they're trans trenders or whatever the fuck they say it's wild um so so I know like I keep on like running off into tangents but so far the list is lack of representation lack of medical awareness yeah. Um, the bathroom issue is a big one, um, yeah. right? Because your your options are either to like get yelled at in the women's restroom, or possibly get killed and or raped in the men's restroom, which right. is never fun. Um, and then also this con like this concept of um, really not having any model like any like how you were saying no role models, no like future.
1: Like, what does an aging, you know, Mina, right. tr- queer person look like? What do they do with their lives? How does their family treat them? What is the interaction? Yeah,
0: like what? What can what I? What can I look? look for- like. Yeah, what can I look forward to or dream to it, like, achieve? It's, or it's
1: like, can I ask this person? Like, any chance that my relative, certain relatives, will become sane? Like, <laughs> right. I, I could use some life advice.
0: Yeah. Right. But, yeah, our friend, one of the co- other co-hosts, has mentioned that like his friend who does the Arabic side of this podcast, he has said that, like, his friend who speaks a language, one of the languages languages of India, he couldn't remember which language, but he is queer, and he cannot find a therapist who is able to speak that language to speak to the parents who also understands, like, queer shit. And just finding that combo, like, any contact in which you can, like, get advice when you are dealing with intersectionality it's still it's still very difficult
1: like right. i love yeah. my therapist but sorry girl i'm not i'm not gonna ask you about uh, certain like arab shit
2: yeah I'm not, or yeah but it's yeah. like for like three months in dc i had a therapist who was queer friendly wasn't queer herself but like because she worked at women walker was like very well trained on queer issues yeah. was muslim uh, and was arab And it was like the most amazing thing I had ever witnessed. Um, But then she left in November of last year, and I was really sad.
0: Dang! Oh, that's so good you found her when you know, for the time you did, I guess. And now her name was
2: Amelia Banns, and she moved to Florida. So if you're in Florida, look her up. (laughs)
0: Floridians,
2: keep that in mind. (laughs) She's amazing and is very affirming.
1: Yeah. Oh. So now it's time to find a new therapist and spend the next three ed- months educating them on like right. your entire life while you pay them x amount of dollars a session.
2: Right. Yeah. So that's another. So like that's another issue with um, like we're still on the like problems or like yeah common exclusions which we are excluded everywhere. Right. Um, so we're excluded in our own communities. So like in queer spaces and in trans spaces, we're constantly excluded like language is very gendered so people will be like come out for a women's night or like come out to lesbians mm-hmm. night and like not like equating genitals to um to gender so like talking about vaginas as if all women have them or talking about yeah. penises as if all men have them or as if those are things that only men have or talking about vaginas as if those are things only women have and things of that nature especially because like the queer community is put under such like a sexual lens and people are always discussing sex and like that's the thing to talk about Mm -hmm. um it's very much like focused even in our own community that like we are equating gender and genitals gender and genitals Mm -hmm. and that's like not a good look so like we're excluded from our own communities we're excluded um from the larger mainstream community um the language surrounding us is not always available people don't understand like how come i can't say like I don't know, this is like an old example, people don't say it anymore, but, like, people say fireman or firewoman, and, you know, the gender-neutral term is fire person. or, like, oh, yeah. you know, hey, do you have, like, a mom or a dad, or you can say, do you have your, like, where are your parents, like, very simple, simple shit, stuff. or, like, do you have any siblings, yeah. you're asking somebody about their, like, family life, things of that nature, like, degendering your language is also things that, like, I, I've taught classes on degendering language, and it's, like, awesome. one of the simplest shit in the world, but, like, people still... Have. Especially
1: with English, English is easy mode for gendering.
2: Super easy.
0: Yeah, we don't gender our nouns with. Uh, well,
1: well, not our nouns, but we do have a lot of gender modifiers for referring to. Yeah, it's annoying, but it's not like say. It's as not be-
0: like French or Arabic. Oh or God, Arabic, Spanish. Right,
1: or- right. For those who don't know, you Arabic, mean- every word has a gender. Not yeah. just
0: with the nouns, but with the verbs and with, every I mean, the adjectives, like every fucking part of the language.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: That's another story.
1: I've been facepalming probably on and off for like the last, whatever long this part has run. Just well, because it's, it's like. It should be facepalmed. I know. It's not, it, it's, it's not y'all. It's, it's like, why is this still a thing? That's
0: why I guess we need to keep talking about
1: it right
0: yeah it sucks that it's so complex for like complicated for so many people to understand even 101 level shit
1: i mean part of it is i know it just doesn't matter to them because it's not a part of their daily experience but like yeah right like there's this one nurse who i think who asked me when was the last time i had my period like three times and Doctor's visits when they were doing the initial intakes, and not just like cool. could you could you just like read three lines up where it says trans? Right. So. Uh,
0: yeah, we were talking about we were talking with another guest earlier about how like in 2018 there's no excuse to be ignorant. Like there it doesn't fly anymore.
1: You mm-hmm. literally have like, the sum total knowledge of the world in your hand. Yeah. Cell phones, they're a thing, people use them.
0: Yeah. Anyway tangent
1: ranty ranty tangent are fun
2: though
0: yeah and necessary and therapeutic Mm -hmm. um so as a trans woman ellie has talked about feeling marginalized by the queer community our podcast mostly has a queer audience from what we can gauge what do you want people listening to wake up to. Maybe the queer community needs to step up when it comes to non-binary
2: stuff. Well, certainly, like, the making community inclusive, like, helps quite a bit. There was, like, a... I don't know if, like, you listen to the podcast, like, You Gay Aunties.
0: No. Ooh, I'll have to check that
2: out. It's it's a good one, Um, but recently they did a... a like, a I haven't listened to it yet, so um, I hope that, you know, it's nothing... Two off the off the mark but they're one of their most recent because like i follow them on instagram one of their most recent podcasts that they were like advertising for was like they're both older you know queer women they're gay aunties mm-hmm. um and one was like talking about like oh don't ever ask me for my preferred pronoun um because that's irritating and like i understand especially like when you throw like the race relation aspect into it especially mm-hmm. when like dark-skinned, specifically, like, black people, but also some brown people are, like, are not afforded um, femininity in the ways that, like, white women are. So really, like, that whole idea that, like, cisness actually only belongs to white people because, like, when you think of, like, cis man and cis women, the default is white, and that's, like, the stipulation that's, like, put on black men and put on black women is, like, the expectation to be a white man and a white woman. And so, like, this understanding that, like, People who like there are there are there are even like there are trans people who get upset if you like misgender them and say them instead of saying like the actual pronoun and that's valid because like they're putting a lot of effort into passing, Mm -hmm. um, and like that's 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 their reality. Um, however, her issue was with like the question, which I thought was like a little bit like uh, well like it on one hand like yes anybody getting misgendered including cis people is like not fun it's not a fun feeling. So, like, if somebody's, like, hey, what's your pronoun, that's not them misgendering you or not reading you as a woman. That's, like, normalizing a question that's, like, going to be helpful for the community at large. However, if, like, you introduce yourself to somebody and say, like, oh, my name is so-and-so, and, and, like, I use she pronouns, and then, like, later they use they for you, yeah, then you can be, like, hey, my pronouns are she. Yeah. And, like, that is irritating. However, like, so, like, basically just, like, the community itself is not, like, 100% educated on, on the issues. And so if, like, that work could be done and also like, just, like, degendering your language, making spaces accessible for us, recognizing that, like, we exist and we're present, like, mm-hmm. that's all great stuff. But also, like, having spaces for us because I feel like being non-binary is, like, very similar to, like, I feel maybe just because I'm me, so, like, I feel like my feelings of being non-binary my feelings of being mixed race mm-hmm. are very similar in that, like, when you're mixed you're like you're too white for the brown kids but you're too brown for the white kids and there's like this constant like in between liminal space where you're just like floating and you're not really like um a part of either side and so similarly um similarly that liminal space exists for gender as well so like if you are in between in between genders whereas Um, So some people, like, again, it depends on, like, how you define non binaryness for yourself, so some people, um, like, some people identify uh, as non-binary, identify either as, like, gender that is neither man nor woman, so, like, outside of the gender binary uh, entirely, so, like, uh, again, like, the word that could, uh, another word that could fit that would be, like, agender or, like, non-gender, but also people who, like, are not men or women exclusively, but partially, or or like kind of uh, a mixture of like man and something more, or maybe a mixture of women and something more, or a mixture of man, woman and something more. So like, like, there's like lots of different ways to be non-binary, right? Um, And so specifically for me, because like my gender like is very fluid and like changes from like hour to hour or day to day or month to month. Yeah. Um, And because of that, like, there's a very large in-between space where, like, I don't want to go sit over there with the men, you know? Like, that's not my idea of a good time. I have, like, two male friends who are cis, uh, like, cis male friends, and, like, hanging out with them is stressful. Like,
0: yeah,
2: they're really just school friends, Um, like, people who are in my cohort. And, like, just hanging out with, like, straight Cis men is just stressful because like there's that locker room talk and if they perceive you as male then they like want you to joke with them about women and it's just like yeah. that's that's not cool that's not what I'm here for and that's kind of shitty that you said that and then they get upset and they're like you know I thought and I'm just like you thought wrong clearly
0: yeah
2: so and then like if you're over in the women's spaces they're all kind of like very wary of you very leery of you because you you or like again like I'm saying you but I'm speaking of my experience like oh, you read as mask. And so, like, because you're reading as masks, because you have the facial hair, they're not very welcoming to you because they don't know, like, where you're coming from or what your context or, like, your socialization or, or your experiences. And so, like, that's that's just how it is. Um, and so, like, you get policed out of spaces. You get, And similarly, like, racially, you'll, you'll get policed out of spaces. Like, there was a time at Creating Change, like, I was stepping into, like, a queer healing uh, like, a POC healing space, because somebody had said something super fucked up at a keynote, and, like, you need a minute to breathe, and, like, somebody stopped me, and, like, oh, it's for POC only, and I was, like, yep, I know, <laughs> that's what I'm doing here, <laughs> what, uh, and, like, it happened last year, too, where I was, like, going to, like, a POC art space, and, like, as I was walking in the door, somebody was, like, oh, um, this space is for POC only, and, like, this creating change was, like, especially, like, traumatic and stressful like there's a lot happening and so like instead of like fighting with him I just like turned around and walked out because I like just couldn't I was like I'm not gonna
0: you were just out of right and I was like the
2: only one stand like literally I was the only one standing up like everybody else was sitting down and staring at me and I was like yeah I'm just just gonna I'm just gonna go but at the same time like there has to be time and space to talk about that right because like if you're in a black space or if you're in a brown space and you're talking about like your like white passing mixed racial feels that's the that's detracting from like like the oppression that they're like trying to sit at the table and discuss right so yeah. so while your while your experiences are valid and they're important and like you need support around them and you need like help voicing them um, going to like a POC only space is not always like going to be helpful so like going to a mixed race space yeah. like just mixed race kids that's where you're gonna find more of the support similarly in a um in a queer space you would need to have like just a non-binary space in order for that support to be present right because like people who are assigned um like quote unquote assigned female at birth Mm -hmm. but are non-binary do have a lot of privilege over people who are assigned male at birth um and identify as non-binary right because like Mm -hmm. slipping into masculinity is seen as like something that is desirable or like Mm. something that we push um, women towards, yeah, because
1: um, it's like cute tomboy or strong feminist or right, leader, or... Right.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so, um, so like not not having a specifically non-binary space. Mm-hmm. Again, like if if you're a non-binary person coming into the trans community, then then what? You're taking resources and like time away from like. Issues surrounding like the most vulnerable members of our community, which are like trans women of color, uh, and so like there's yeah. there there needs to be like education on on all sides, but specifically on like on the general community. Like they should learn about non-binary identities and make space for us. And also we should be aware of like the privileges that we hold and the space that we take up, and like also be allowed to have a support system.
1: But, yeah, it's also, like, one of the things I really hate sometimes is when you are out and when you are sort of that person, you know, you're expected to sit down and explain to everybody everything and sort of expect to be this infinitely patient person, even when it's like, I'm trying to have lunch. Could could we do this another time? Right. It's like, but I need to know about your gender pronouns. It's like, I have a hot pizza. It won't stay hot for long. Right. You know, but, but... you know, yeah. also reading the room, like with other POC, it's just like, you know, that's a hard thing to do. It's like, well, shit, I need this, but they also need it. Right. So. Absolutely.
0: Yeah.
1: Ugh, so draining.
0: Oh, the like, when people want you to educate them.
2: Well, all of it. It's like. Just existing is, is exhausting sometimes. Um, yeah. I can. Um, I for like for, for, for person like on um, personally personal experience I can say that um, living in general as somebody who is non-binary is like 100% exhausting I'm always I mean and this is like just a mixture of also my personality disorder right so because I have you know the whole like cocktail that most queer folks do where like we have also like mental illness on top of our other identities so I have um, I have borderline personality disorder, I have depression, I have PTSD, all, all the good stuff, generalized anxiety, of course, as well as we all do. So, so um, a large part of, of my uh, BPD is also like always worrying that like I don't like I don't have a strong sense of self, right? Um, and because of that, um, I tend to like glean personality traits from other people and hold on to them if I, if I like that particular trait. And so like I'm constantly like rebuilding my identity, rebuilding my identity, rebuilding my identity. And that's like a part of the personality disorder. Um, Similarly, like personally, the way that I feel about my gender is I feel a lot of the time like an imposter. Right. So because imposter syndrome is is not just for trans people, it's also for non-binary trans people where we're worried like, oh, are we not trans enough? And uh, what does trans enough mean? Does that mean I have to take hormones? If I take hormones, am I really non-binary? Or have I started like a binary transition? Um, uh, Things along those lines. But I, I definitely was very much in a place where a lot of the time I was feeling like everything that I was doing was just some grand like drag performance. And everybody could tell that I was playing dress up and was humoring me for my own personal like for, just just for like the sake of like letting things run smoothly yeah. and that paranoia of like I'm not actually passing and like nobody actually is taking me seriously is like always there and um, I can't speak for every trans person but I know that there are some trans people out there who also feel similarly. I do. Uh, I yeah do. exactly. <laughs> Ellie immediately
0: <laughs> raised her hand. <laughs> yeah
2: yeah so like I, I just I don't feel like people talk about it enough because people are always like oh yeah like love yourself and body positivity and like men can have can wear dresses and like women can wear pants or whatever the fuck stupid fucking shit people say <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah yeah that's not the like, issue like clothing not... is not gendered but that doesn't mean that like society's perception of clothing isn't like if you go out in a dress People are going to assume things, whether or not you have gendered that item of clothing. Like,
0: And to say, oh, just, just love yourself, just accept yourself. To just say that puts all of the onus on the person rather than society surrounding the person. Right, being 100%. Like, yeah, being like, hey, society. That's also Make my feeling
2: yeah. around self-care, honestly.
0: <laughs> I like that. I've never thought of it in those Because words. people are always
2: like, oh, like, when people are like, oh, love yourself, or like, you know, do what you need to take care of yourself. Yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know what the fuck that is, my dude. I can barely take care of myself. I can barely take care of my cat and myself, let alone, like, like what do you, what do you mean, take care of yourself? Like, yeah. Objectively I am aware I should eat breakfast, lunch and dinner. Do I? No. I'm a busy person. I'll have like maybe one meal a day. Do I know that I'm supposed to wash my face every day? Yes. Do I? No. Like (laughs) Yeah, like like you're putting the like there's nothing shameful about A not knowing how to take care of yourself and then B like not being able to do it and needing community help for that
0: feels it feels freeing to be be able to say like i don't know what the fuck i'm doing you know
1: yeah i mean that's you know? also sort of the first step of saying well maybe i well when i'm ready to i should sort of figure out my shit but uh you know a lot of people are also like yeah we're all accepting i'm like the problem isn't that you the person in this social context is accepting i need the person who is reading my resume you know and seeing like all my education degrees awards and whatnot to take me seriously once they see that oh hey she's trans right Right.
0: yeah yeah like when you were on the brink of getting a job i won't say where you had all these amazing credentials yeah
2: they're like this is not gonna work but it's just it's and that's the wildest thing too is that people are like yeah like you can't have like somebody can't like nobody can love you unless you love yourself or like, like just like what you put into the world is like what you get out of it so like positivity is what's going to bring good things your way and like uh, literally that so literally that's not how life works like there are systems set up and stacked against us like it's yeah. not like i'm not not receiving employment because i don't love myself i'm not receiving employment because people are bigoted assholes exactly. like it's, kind of yeah. it's not
1: even it's not even the person like reading the resume it's like yeah, the person reading my resume has my resume and like forty other people who are probably like similarly qualified. But even if I'm the most qualified, and that person hires me, is their boss going to fire both me and them because they hired me? It's because of that larger fear of the structure and the known? It's safer to not hire a trans non-binary person than it is to hire them because because you have because you have plausible deniability. It's like well, yeah you know non-binary cool person mc was is totally mm. awesome and qualified but you know cool person McSisbinary this binary harvardson has a harvard degree and well, they'll,
0: they'll keep our lives
1: easier and simpler yeah and i won't have to learn any pronouns while i do the productivity thing in my
2: capitalism land right Bullshit. <laughs> <But> that's <laughs> capitalism is a fucking trip my dude like 100 is this where Ellie?
0: i I think you need to say it
1: is this the point where i can just start like slowly tuning up the international and just like getting louder and louder while i say ellie
0: it's time for you to say the your
1: catchphrase (sighs) communism forever
2: i mean personally (laughs) i don't identify with with labels like that just because i have friends who have been like specifically harmed by communism so like i have that saudi cuban friend who like whose family was forced out of cuba due to communism so like I try really hard not to like align with, it. but like I understand what you mean. I, I, li- I
0: agree. I I'm not. I see so many issues with communism. Yeah, but I'm obviously
1: memeing. Okay.
2: Yes, yes, LA, but... LA, LA no, just no, no, no. I understand. I <laughs> just like want to like be very clear that like I. Am yeah, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna attach my name to that specific catchphrase, but that. But I I appreciate it. But yeah, just.
0: I know uh, Ellie. For some reason, is always looking for context to throw that out there, and there you go. uh, There you go for you, Ellie. Thank you. Specifically for you.
1: Also, evil Western influence. Let's just get that one out of the way. Yeah, Uh, that's
0: another good catchphrase that Ellie. One hundred (laughs) percent.
1: Yeah, that's that's sort of the game, you know. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, we have to get like. I feel like, going back to the, you know, there are only two genders, like, that's become a meme lately, for whatever reason. It's like, it's really easy to sort of spread this, like, non-binary, like, propaganda when, you know, actually sitting down and giving a nuanced explanation is all fine and good. It's like, you know, good luck keeping rando, non-invested person's attention for long enough to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when they have alternatives to interacting with you know, me or you. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, I could spend time or reviewing this person's whatever, or I can go with this very safe white, per- like, cis. Right. I-, I don't mean so, hating on
2: white people. This isn't the right time for it. Right, so, like, no, education I mean, is, like, the very dark. beginning, like, rung, and then what I need the, like, mainstream community to do that is, like, in higher rungs, like, in positions of power, who are running nonprofits, who are running, like, 501 cc like fucking shit like they need to hire the fuck out of us like put your money where your mouth is like run me some coins run me some dollars like pay your local like zine artist pay your local angry trans person like hire trans people hire trans people of color pay them to do the work that you're basically stealing from us for free so yeah Uh,
1: and the worst part is is because of like how they're funded with donations and grants and stuff they have to think very hard about the prejudices of where their money is coming from and whether or not they want to risk yeah. losing it because they're like yeah I could hire this you know POC trans person who is really fucking amazing but yeah. you know would you know these really conservative donors who are trying to appear liberal be okay with this as the face of their money
0: Well, that reminds me of like the Arab American Center here who was like, oh, we're so supportive of the LGBT community. But then they're like, well, but we can't let you use our space for any official get togethers because because our donors and our board and it was all it all went down to the board, the donors like, oh, no, we might lose money. Now we have to like not say publicly that we support you guys but but we we definitely do we definitely
2: support you but we can't publicly say we support you
0: exactly yeah so
2: then what kind of support is that yeah
0: you're like just between us i'm cool with you but Mm -hmm. i won't say that anywhere else so
1: yeah nowhere and certainly not where the donors can hear
0: It was frustrating we had a three hour sit down with the president of this particular organization and I mean I understand she's in a she's not the only one calling the shots it's the entire board of that place but it 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 sucks to hear for 3 hours about how much someone is accepting how much don't worry we all we're we're with you we support you but you know we can't officially ever say that because we are not a non-political organization and I'm like you're being political by saying no to us
1: But, you know, status quo is... Like,
2: people are like, this isn't a political decision. I'm like, everything you do affects my life politically, so...
0: So, yeah, that is taking a political stance. yeah, Yeah, they're like, oh, well, we always just try to stay politically neutral. So we're just not ready for this. So, there you go.
1: Side rant on how they have Assad supporters. Just saying.
0: Oh yeah, they are apparently it's heavily pro Assad there. So it's kind of I'm kind of glad we didn't start a thing there.
2: That's yeah. good.
0: Yeah, it, in retrospect, it was for the best.
1: <sighs> but <laughs> I'm
0: like you're politically neutral, but you talk about ne- pro Assad. Neutrality yeah. is the status quo. Yeah. Like
1: anytime you're neutral, if you don't vote, you don't speak up, you don't say something, you are casting a vote to keep things as they are.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: And it's still fucking political. You fail at non <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So... Is there anything else you want people to know aside from what we covered today? Before we let you go?
2: I don't really think so. I think that you should probably do a follow-up maybe to this episode with somebody who's browner than me and see like maybe how the stories relate yeah or like what idea. maybe what the difference is yeah we'll we see if
0: we can we can connect with someone
2: i also had like a little thing to share with you um but i can't find it right now but okay. there was like um record
1: it later uh, and we'll splice it in
2: oh no no it's not a recording it was it's just gonna be a link that i was gonna like let, oh you know, okay use, awesome. like,
1: oh, just, just 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 send it to us we'll include it well, okay.
0: I think they're. I think they're
2: looking for it. I, yeah, I'm just, currently looking for it. But just it's just also a... like not a big deal if I can't find it right now. But yeah. Somebody like once wrote a uh, article about like gender neutrality and like languages and like Arabic and stuff like that, and like asked me about, um, I well like asked me about how it was being like somebody who speaks a different language other than English and being um, non-binary. They're asking like people who are like who speak Spanish, people who speak like. Any language that's kind of sort of um, gendered, I guess. And so they did a piece on, like, me, and I had it somewhere that I was going to share with y'all. Yes, Gender Nonconforming Bilinguals, I think, was the, and it was by Hannah Green. So let me see if I can find it. Translating Identity Across the Language Barrier. I am going to send it to you and you can either include it or I don't know if it's relevant. but Oh, maybe yeah, I think it's
0: perfect. It. Um, we'll definitely post it on our website and stuff, social media. Oh.
1: Yeah, well, yeah. and if there's any other links you want to include, just send it to us as well as a photo of yourself if you want to be photographed. Oh, oh they, uh, sent, yeah, I sent, they sent one. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, I'll show it to you. It's a oh. really good photo. And an awesome, awesome pink suit. Well, <laughs> I love it.
1: Well, We can always say, well, since I am already talking, uh, 10 cat pictures if you want.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want to include with your episode. All right. So, all right. Uh, Thank you all very much for listening. You can contact us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. We are on thequeerarabs.com. That's where all our episodes are posted, along with, like, links, pictures, et cetera. You can find us on iTunes, all those things. We are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at thequeerarabs. And please rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you so much for being here. This was awesome. Uh, really if
2: cool you want to be reached, have you reached having reached. me. Yeah. Sure. So um, my Twitter is at strawberry eli. So basically, you take the word strawberry... You remove the, the last letter, the letter Y, and put my name E-L-I. I allow people to, like, I prefer, actually, I'm not going to say allow. I prefer people to call me Eli if we don't have a certain intimacy. Feel as though if you're using my full name, we should either know each other really well or you should speak Arabic. So that's, that's the delineation. Like, if you can speak Arabic, you should call me Elias. And if you can't speak Arabic, you should just call me Eli. And if we're close, you can switch between the two. Awesome. So... At Strawberry Eli, and that's pretty much where you can find me on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. I also do have a website, and I'll like link that to y'all as well. awesome! But also, it's like like, barely updated because I am dying and working like 105-hour weeks. So, oh god, terrible. Um, yeah, there you go.
1: Well, thank you for taking time out of your very busy week to talk with us. Yeah, this was a super cool,
0: excellent conversation.
2: Thanks. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And thank thanks you. for having Nunu too. She really, she, uh, she loves it. Yeah. She loves being on air. Let's see if we can get her to meow.
0: She was very informative. Oh my gosh. I hear there you go, there.
1: <laughs> Nunu, our silent partner in broadcast.